This week, Angel's boss is so convinced that Tyler is the perfect man for her that she hosts a costume party just so they could meet. And they really hit it off. It didn't take long for Angel and Tyler to completely fall in love and start their new life together. But life forces most of us to grow and change. And when Tyler refused to change with the circumstances and prefers a cold beer over his wife, Angel makes some unexpected moves of her own. Welcome to My Crazy Divorce. I'm a failure as a husband. I'm a failure as a man. It's just, I'm beautiful and I'm bright and I deserve better. It's a great day, I'm feeling good, oh, the possibilities of what I could, oh, do with the world at my fingertips, my imagination brings a smile up to my lips, oh. Welcome to My Crazy Divorce, everyone. I'm your host, Tom Milligan. I had such a great time doing this week's show. It was a true pleasure spending a couple hours chatting with my new friend, Angel. As you'll hear in just a few minutes, she describes herself as a social butterfly, and I can totally see why. I'm sure you're going to love her. After we finished recording, Angel told me that she's been a fan of our show from the very beginning. Turns out, we both belong to the Small Town Murder Podcast Facebook group. I posted about our show on that group after our first episode, and she's been a fan ever since. The fact that she's a fan of the Small Town Murder Podcast made me like her even more. By the way, if you're not listening to Small Town Murder, you're really missing out. In fact, if you go listen, you'll notice I've tried to pattern some of this show after theirs. Now, before we get to this week's crazy story, I have to do a little housekeeping. As always, remember, I'm not an attorney or a therapist, so nothing on this show should ever be mistaken as legal or therapeutic advice. Please seek out the appropriate professional if you need that type of support. Now, if you're already a fan of the show, you know that it's not always the divorce that's crazy. That's because crazy comes in many forms and can happen at any time. This week's divorce takes about two minutes of the show. The rest is all the crazy shit before and after. Now, if you've been divorced and have a crazy story you'd like to share on our show, please visit MyCrazyDivorce.com and click on the Apply to Be a Guest button. It only takes a minute to apply, and I would love to hear from you. Now, before we get to the actual interview, I need to notify you of something. During this episode, you'll hear some talk of same-sex attraction and love, some bisexuality, and of parents that have unconditional love for their gay or bi children. Now, if you have a problem with any of that, I'm here to notify you that you are the problem, not them or their sexuality. Now, let's meet Angel. Angel, welcome to My Crazy Divorce. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I'm so excited to hear your story today. I know that I know that we've got a we've got a wild one today. Yeah. <laughs> but before we start with anything else, what are we going to call your ex? Tyler. Now, is that his real name? Nope. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> so, why did we choose Tyler just out of curiosity? I absolutely hate the name Tyler. <laughs> we are so we're going with Tyler and it's very different from his real name so okay so based on that I can assume that you don't get along too well with your ex no not very well no okay we're gonna learn why here over the next little bit so let's get into it but before we get into anything about your ex let's learn a little bit about you 
Where were you born? Tell us about your family life and all that. Yeah, so I was born in Colleen, Texas. My dad was in the Army. He was stationed in Texas, and he was in Operation Desert Storm. He was over in Saudi Arabia right before they decided to have me. So right in the 90, he was over there. Then they lived there for about two years, and then we moved back to Illinois, which is where my whole family, my parents are from. Okay. So are you the oldest, youngest? How do, where do you fit in your family? I'm the youngest. It's just me and my brother. So okay. my parents wanted a boy and then a girl. They wanted them two years apart. And I, it's my older brother, Levi. We are two years and eight months apart. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that's exactly what they wanted. Wow. Good for them. <laughs> And by the way, for those who are listening to this, not watching this, I've got to describe Angel to you first. She's got this flaming pink hair, which is awesome. (laughs) And she's covered in tattoos. And I'm a big fan of tattoos. We both are fans (laughs) of like Ink Master. So if you get a chance to check it out on YouTube, be sure you do. Let's talk about that a little bit more. As you grew up, you moved to Illinois. Was that the last move or did your dad stay in the military and you moved all over? No. Yeah, he just did his four years in the Army and then got out. He says he regrets that. He says he wishes he had done military as a career, but he didn't. So we went, we moved back to Illinois when I was a baby and moved moved around quite a bit, but locally. Very. Okay. I went to a few different schools growing up, but it was all within 40 minutes of that area. So I'm from dead center, Illinois. So Okay, oh, got it. <laughs> yeah. So just Um, out of curiosity, I understand. I was fortunate enough that my parents moved to a little town called Bountiful, Utah when I was four years old and I lived there my most of my life. So I never had to change schools, but people that have to change schools generally, they have a strategy. They're either the class clown or they are the, they become the goth kid in the back. (laughs) What was your strategy to deal with the moves? I was a social butterfly. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I I wasn't popular. I wasn't like stoner kid, nothing like that. I just, I was friends with literally anybody and everybody I could be friends with. (laughs) Oh, that's great. That's fantastic. (laughs) Yeah. Constantly. My house was, my parents' house was the meetup house. Anywhere that we lived, that's where all the kids came to, mine and my brother's friends. So, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, we just, we had tons of friends. That's fun. That makes, you know, that makes it a lot easier. If you're going to move, you might as well make, have fun with it. Yeah. I don't know. I've just, I've always been wanting to talk to everybody. So I guess that's what I did as a kid. <laughs> oh, well, that's great. So you're, before we leave your youth, what about religion? Were your parents religious? No, my parents are not. My dad grew up Catholic, like very strict Catholic, but he grew up in an extremely abusive household and that kind of Catholic. <laughs> if anybody knows about Catholicism, there's a very strict like dad gets home and you get beat for whatever happened that day, whether you did something or not. And then my mom grew up very uh, Christian, mm. but then they both got away from it as adults. But I went to church with my grandparents like four days a week with my mother's parents. So I was very close with them. I still am. So they're still there in their seventies. They're amazing. They are, they get down on the floor and still play with my kids. So (laughs) yeah, great grandparents. And so I went to church with them. Yeah. Four times a week, my brother and I did. And, but then things happened in the church and 
my brother and I said, okay, we're done. Yes, I am a very, very much an atheist. So, no. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I was going to, those people listening know that I'm agnostic. I joke around that I'm a hopeful agnostic because uh, I hope there's a That's God because I live a cool life. So I hope that God puts me in heaven if I make it, if there is one. But yeah, good, good for you for at least finding your belief, whatever that yeah. might be. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not resentful or anything like that. I'm just, I'm very much an atheist and that's how I'm going to stay the rest of my life. Good for you. That's great. Where yeah. did Tyler grow up? His dad was also in the army. He was born in California at whatever base is there. His dad was in the Marines, but then quickly moved back. He didn't stay in the Marines very long either, just his four years and then moved back to Illinois. Tyler is four years older than me. He li- He grew up in... Very small towns, 40 minutes from where I grew up. I grew up in where Illinois State University is. So that's what I say my hometown is, where Illinois State University is. So I'm from big college town. And then he's from small towns like on the outskirts. So we didn't go to high school together or anything like that. But then with him growing up, he he comes from a family that... (laughs) He's the middle child between two sisters. From what I hear, he was very much spoiled boy because he was the boy. Right. It happens. (laughs) Yeah. Spoiled mostly by his grandparents, I think. And he has amazing grandparents. And then his father is, I know he had some struggles when he was growing up. And his father actually had full custody of them by the time Tyler was eight. And his mother moved to Alabama. Oh. So. You know what? I totally forgot to ask you about your family. Are your parents still together? Oh, yes. My parents are... I live right next door to my parents. <laughs> wow. Yeah. We we moved to Tennessee together as a family. Oh, wow. Yeah. Seven years ago. And it was seven years in June. So my parents said, we're moving to Tennessee. And I said, okay, I'm going to come too. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I can't be away from my mom. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, so it sounds like you're pretty close with your parents. Yes. Yes. Very close. And my parents have been... My parents have been together since they were 15 and 16 years old. <laughs> wow, you don't hear about that anymore. Yeah, no, they met in high school. And, oh, it's funny. <laughs> the first, my mother always says, the first time she saw my dad in high school, he was in a fight in the hallway. <laughs> and she said there was just blood splattered down the lockers. That was her first and sighting. And I'm going to marry that man. Father. Yeah, I guess that's what she thought. <laughs> she wants the bad boy. <laughs> yeah. Whose blood was it? Was it his or the other guy? I think it was the other guy, I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's go with that. my father, yeah. <laughs> so, yes, they are very much, they have been married 34 years, I think. 34 years in December, or it will be 34 years, right wow. around there. Yeah, so very much. Congratulations to them. <laughs> now, okay, so back to Tyler then. Obviously, the fact that you just said his dad had full custody, his parents yeah. didn't stay together. No, so I think they got divorced when he was six. I think I, he doesn't talk about his childhood very much. So, yeah. <laughs> but yes, his mother, she had alcohol issues, but then his dad had full custody, and I think things went pretty good. Lived in a small town, rode his bike all over the country, town, pretty close to his sisters. And then his dad got remarried and she, his stepmom came with a son already. And then they had two more kids together. So his dad has a lot of kids. Yeah. <laughs> and does he get along with his siblings and yeah, close family? Yeah. 
they were until we moved to Tennessee, pretty much. I don't know if he purposely distanced himself when we moved here, but they were when we lived in Illinois. They were very close. And religion. What about his family? You know, they grew up, all of them are Catholic, but no, not a big deal. Like his grandma, his dad's mom. She, she's the one always pushing for the grandkids to go to church with her, but it's a choice for the, it's it's okay if you don't. So yeah, no, not a big thing. They're big, big, fun drinking family. So they're going to have a lot of fun. (laughs) Yeah. A a lot of sacramental (laughs) wine is what you're saying. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Got it. Divorce doesn't have to be complicated. Our Divorce.com's three-step procedure provides a simple and affordable process that you can follow at your own pace. Save thousands by visiting OurDivorce.com today. Okay, so now we have a picture of uh, you guys, you and Tyler, and Mm -hmm. that background and what made you who you are. But at some point, you know, he's living 40, 45 minutes away. He's four years older. Yeah. How did you guys connect? Yeah. So I was 19 when we met. And so he was 22. And I was working at this little tiny clothing store and I became really good friends with the manager. And we were together all the time. And she was like, oh, you have to meet my friend. Like he used to live with me and my husband. And her husband and him have been friends for a really long time. I guess since they got out of high school, so probably four years. And she's you have to meet him. He's so cute. He's single. So I was like, great. And I was very much a, I was 19 and I was partying and I was very much the social butterfly 19 year old who was like, yep, let's meet this guy. So you were open to it. That's great. So did you see pictures or did you do a true blind date? I did see one picture. It was just one. So I don't even know if we had I think like we had all just started getting into Facebook. Like okay. it wasn't like I was on online stocking. There wasn't really that. There was like, we didn't do MySpace anymore. And it was before Facebook. I think I saw one picture of him. Yeah. So this would have been <laughs> what? 2010, 2011? It was 2011. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was right around April, 2011. So you guys yeah. meet in the spring of 2011. Yes. We decided to have a costume party at her house. We had all sorts of themed parties at her house all the time. And so we decided to do a costume party and we had all the, all of her friends over and I invited two friends of mine, but it was mostly her friend group and Tyler's friend group who they were all friends. And so I was over there getting ready and we were putting our makeup on and Then he came in and we were in the bathroom and looking out the hall and looking at, he was sitting on the couch and we were like giggling in the bathroom. (laughs) This is like an eighties girls movie here so far. I know. Very cheesy. I thought he was going to come up and introduce himself to me, but he didn't. So I just walked over to him and said, hi, I'm Angel. I'm Amber's friend. (laughs) Oh, well, there you go. You're at the costume party. You guys are, you spend the evening drinking, having fun, getting to know each other a little bit. Was it love at first sight for you? No. I had been talking to somebody else at the time, but not date. I wasn't dating anybody. It wasn't like, oh, okay, this is going to, okay, we're boyfriend and girlfriend now right away or anything. But the next morning he did ask me for my phone number. And then we ended up going to a party the next weekend together that I invited him to at my friend group's house. So, Okay. 
So first personal, real personal question. You just said mm-hmm. next morning he asked you for yeah. your number? Yeah. We stayed at the uh, friend's house because we were okay. drunk. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll leave it at that. There was lots of couches and lots of people sleeping on couches. So. Okay. Okay. So it wasn't the uh, the walk of shame. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I just, the way that came out, I was like, okay, that could have been. Oh, no. There was lots of people there. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So he asked for your number and just over the next few weeks, you started dating. And how soon did it become exclusive? Pretty soon, actually, because the person that I had been talking to, they were like, oh, I don't want a relationship. So I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. And so then I just, I guess, gravitated towards Tyler. And then now we did live in two different towns. He lived in his hometown and I lived in mine. So we were like 35 minutes away from each other. And then it was very much, okay, we need to see each other all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Texting I, all the we time. We all know. We've all been there. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, pretty quickly, it became exclusive. We were seeing each other almost every day. He met my family. I met his family very fast. And we moved in together very fast. <laughs> what defined very fast on that one? Five months. From meeting to moving in yep. together, five months. And yep, you're an apartment 19 or 20 at this point? Yeah, still 19. Yep. Wow. Yeah, that is pretty fast. How did mom yes. and dad feel about that? Fine. Really? They, yeah. They, my parents always support me in whatever I do. So they're never the people that are going to tell me. My dad might be like, Let, you might want to think about it. It might give me a little bit of advice, but they have never told me not to do something or to do something. Especially if they got together when they were 16, right? Yeah. 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 It was the first time I lived on my own. I was moving out of my parents' house, but they... I don't know. They've always just taken a back seat. Let me figure it out. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're the helicopter parents and then the completely hands-off parents. And then they're the in the middle where it sounds like your yeah. parents are, which is, look, yeah. we love you. We're going to support you and might give you some advice along the way. Exactly. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sound like great people. So you move in together. Did you move in to your hometown, his hometown, or somewhere in the middle? My hometown. So we actually moved on to campus, which I didn't go to ISU, but we moved on to campus. And the first apartment, we had a great time. Just <laughs> so much fun. It was, and it, what, that's all it was. We were just working. We both worked and had our apartment, had friends over. It was, yeah, that first year was really fun. That's great. <laughs> yeah. I love it when you hear stuff like that. So you're living together. You're not going to school. Is he in school at that point? No, no, nothing. No, I dropped out of college twice. It just wasn't for me. He never went to college. He is a welder. So he went straight from high school to working at a welding shop and they taught him how to do it. Yeah. That's great money. Yeah. 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 So especially in Illinois, it's really good money. (laughs) Yeah. And what happens next? Did you get engaged? Did you start having kids? What happens? So we did get engaged. I was only 20 years old at the when we got engaged. It was actually at the same friend's house that we met at. That's where we got engaged. It was three in the morning. We were outside fighting in the rain, like Midwesterners do, which is you go out in the yard and fight when you're drunk. (laughs) And I don't know what we were fighting about. I don't really remember the proposal, but I just know he got down on one knee and asked me to marry him. And I was 20. I said yes. And I, even though later I was like, what? That was 
such a shitty proposal. Why <laughs> did I say yes to that? <laughs> it was three in the morning in our friend's backyard while they're sleeping. Oh, just, yeah, I shouldn't have said yes, but. Hey, we all have hindsight, right? Yeah. But, so basically, I have this picture in my head of you're out in the rain fighting at three in the morning, yeah. yelling at each other. And you're like, yeah. and he says, but I love you. God damn it. And yeah, something, something like that. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Something. The conversation moved. We started making up and talking about how much we meant to each other. I'm sure that was it. And then, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So he didn't have a ring for you. Cause this was probably a no. spontaneous Mm-hmm. He didn't have a ring just in case you were going to fight? No, that would be smart. <laughs> <laughs> Did he ever buy you a ring? Yes. We went probably a couple weeks later, and he let me pick out my own ring. Yeah, which I was fine with. And we got the whole wedding set together, the engagement and wedding band. We did an engagement party at my parents' house. But that engagement, we never we didn't get married from that engagement. So, Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. there's a twist in the engagement. Yes. Let's hear that. <laughs> we So we were engaged and we were in our second apartment, which I think it was actually a townhouse. We had moved up a little bit. And, and at this point, right after we got engaged, I started working for PetSmart. But it was, so I'm from Bloomington Normal and the PetSmart was in Peoria. So they're like an interstate drive away, about 45 minutes. So I was commuting and we... I started working at PetSmart and we, I started learning how to groom dogs and that's what I do to this day. So PetSmart, I, that's where I got my trade <laughs> was working through them. And during this time I was commuting, he was also commuting and we got a dog during this time. And I don't really know what, what happened. It was just like, we were both commuting not seeing each other super often, not doing our usual party thing, because now I'm working 40 plus hours a week. I'm learning this skill. I'm getting very much into my job. And he's just doing the same thing he's done since he was 18. Same job, still, but still commuting there. But he was drinking more than just party drinking. You know, it was like, get home. I don't even say hi to you. I immediately go to the fridge and grab a beer. That kind of (laughs) drinking. Mm -hmm. And I was very much into my job, making tons of friends at my new job. And I met somebody at work. (laughs) And I'm not saying it's hit. Oh, he pushed me away. It's his fault. Not at all. Like, that's not whatever. I I was a 21 at this point. We didn't have a wedding date set yet. But we had the engagement party. So you'd been engaged almost for a year at that point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Still didn't have a wedding date set. It was probably like between nine months and a year we had been engaged. And then this woman that I worked with started talking to her and I was like, oh, I just fell real hard. (laughs) For a woman. Yes. Yeah. I had dated women before. So that's- yeah. Okay. I've got to, we've got to back up a little bit then and ask, <laughs> was this the first time you ever felt anything for a woman? Has this been a lifelong bi, is it, what do you call yeah. yourself a bisexual? I do. I call myself a bisexual. My, my best friend's wife, she calls, she says, no, you're pansexual, but I don't know. I've just always called myself a bisexual. So. But that's been your whole life or? Yeah. Yeah. Now my, my best friend, we've been best friends since we were 12 years old and she came, I was the first person she came out to. And then after she came out to me, like a year or two later, I was like, I might be too. 
And then I got a girlfriend at 15 or 16 and I just brought her home and said, Hey, mom and dad, this is my girlfriend. And they were like, great. So that's how I came out to my parents. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so I have a gay son, you know, he came out to me and I was, people usually have some sort of an idea. Parents generally know. And I, I knew. Right. And he, when he came out to me, he just said, I need to let you know that I'm gay. And I said, okay. And he actually said, is that it? <laughs> I just want him to be happy. <laughs> exactly. That's yep. all that matters. It's just, Whatever makes him happy. Exactly. So yep. I'm a firm believer. You're born the way you're born. Yeah. And that's exactly how my parents think. And yeah, it was just, it wasn't ever a big deal. And people say, is it nature versus nurture? Guess what? His twin brother is as hetero as it gets. Yeah. So they were, na- <laughs> they were nurtured the exact same way. I promise. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. So you're fallen for, so you're engaged to Tyler, Yes. but you're at work fallen for this woman at work. Yes. And it was a hard fall. And let me tell you, she said all the right things. Now, she was in a relationship. She lived with a woman currently. So, like, so very you guys, serious relationship. So, when you say you fell hard, it became yeah. sexual? Very slowly. Because <laughs> okay. we mostly saw each other at work. We were both living with different people. So, very slowly. But, hey, my ex-wife was banging a guy at work yeah. that was married, too. So, it's, work affairs happen. And it doesn't right. mean it happens slowly. Yeah. But, so you become sexually attracted and yes. active at some point with this mm-hmm. woman at work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. And I'm not saying it was the right thing. Obviously, of course not. nobody yeah. should be cheated on. That was definitely not the right thing to do. But um, people make mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. And I did. And I now the only reason I didn't just be like, okay, I'm going to end it with him and move on with her was she was with somebody else. I feel like I was scared to be alone. And Mm -hmm. so I was like, what if I end it? And then she doesn't come with me. I was very much scared to be alone. So I'm very self-aware now about that. Yes. (laughs) And um, things kept piling up at my house with him. And I was just like, I think I'm done. I gotta, I just gotta get out of this. The drinking was insane and it just wasn't, it wasn't fun anymore. And I was still, I was so young and I was like, is this what I want the rest of my life? We're not just dating, we're engaged. This can turn into something real serious, real fast. Yeah. (laughs) And so I ended our engagement and I moved, I moved into my own apartment in Peoria, right by where I worked at PetSmart. I had my dog, Da Vinci, my German Shepherd with me. It was great. Loved living on my own. That was the first time I've ever done it. And then in true fashion of me i adopt a cat and shaved my head <laughs> well, good okay so anyway you're living alone yeah and still talking to the woman from work i told her hey i i have left tyler and i'm here i now live in the same town as you <laughs> and fully expecting her to leave her girlfriend. And she was like, okay, at the right time, at the right time, I will definitely, yep, I'm all in. And so here I was, the other woman doing all the sneaking around, any little kisses we could get at work. (laughs) Anytime she could do something to say, she had to go somewhere. She would come over to my apartment. So it was a full on affair. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
And I told her, I was like, look, I did not leave Tyler just for you. I didn't want to put that pressure on her. She knew everything. I was like, the drinking is getting out of control. I'm not happy. This is, I don't want to marry this man. But at the same time, hey, <laughs> I'm here. And that went on and on. And then one night we were over at her mother's house and I just, we had spent all day swimming at her mom's, you know, we were supposed to stay the night there. And I just got this realization like, oh my God, she's the, why am I doing this? Why are we sneaking around? Why are we at her mom's house? Why can't I, this is getting out of control. I'm tired of being the other woman. And in the middle of the night, I just woke her up and I was like, I gotta go. So middle of the night, you wake up the girlfriend and say, I'm out. And you literally left right then? Yeah. Yeah. And yep. ran back to Tyler, but I assume you didn't just call him in the middle of the night and say, I'm back. No. Yeah. Probably the next day, though. <laughs> really? Yeah. Not even? Okay. No. <laughs> okay. I'm telling you, I was terrified to be alone. <laughs> even though you had enjoyed it. How long were yeah. you, how long had you been in your apartment? So I was trying to think about that. And I actually, I thought it was longer. I thought it was like a year. No, it was only about six months. That's all I got by myself. Six so, months. Six months. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I moved to Florida just eight months ago. And this is literally the first time I've ever lived alone. And I'm 54 oh, years old. I wouldn't be too hard on yourself at 21 yeah. years old, only getting six months. <laughs> Either yeah. that or I'm just the weird one. Okay. All right. So you call Tyler. Yeah. And I was like, you want to come see Da Vinci? <laughs> That's what I made it out. Like, you want to see That was your dog? soft sell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And oh, he was like, sure. And oh, and at this point, he had also followed me to Peoria. He lived with his grandma in Peoria. So he also moved to 45 minutes from where we were living. We should go back and ask, when you left six months earlier, was there a big fight about it when you said, I'm leaving? There was a big fight. Obviously, I ended an engagement, gave him my engagement ring back. But then he also, he helped me move. I think he was thinking, okay, this is okay. I can get her back. Really? So you think yeah. he was planning it? That yeah. sounds like he was scheming. No, but he was hopeful that things would work yes. out. Yeah, not scheming. Definitely hopeful, I think. Because when we had our big fight, he was like, there is literally nobody else for me. You're it. I can't imagine my life without you. And I was just like, I need a step back. You know, and I, I told him straight up, this drinking is out of control. And you're not happy with your life. You're not happy with your work. And you're drowning me in your unhappiness so wow okay so six months later though you call him up say come come play with the dog yeah you know then obviously that's i wanted i straight up i wanted him to cover come over for sex so <laughs> that's exactly what i wanted <laughs> <laughs> so he comes over at to, yeah. to play with the dog and you're right back in not like fully he doesn't move back in and i tell him like we are not dating you can come over like we can definitely have sex i love sex i was like <laughs> what's not to love <laughs> what's not to love so i'm very open about that's what i wanted and i didn't and also i didn't want another man i didn't want i didn't want to look for anybody else and i didn't want like some i didn't want unprotected sex from anybody anything like that so i was like 
you're safe. <laughs> yeah, so it's a friends with benefits situation. <laughs> yes. Yep, exactly. But I ended up getting pregnant. <laughs> That's wasn't part of the plan. No, no, not at all. I was, let's see, it was 2011 when we met. And then our son was born in 2015. So I guess I, I was 23. Or I was, I was getting ready to turn 23 when I actually had our son. So, okay. So yeah. probably, so you were 22 when you got pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Not part of the plan. No. You were supposed to be partying and having fun. Yeah. So. That's what I was supposed to be doing. And I was managing. I, and then at this point, I was also moved up. I was the third manager of the entire store at PetSmart at this point. So at 22 years old, I was, yeah, you I, go, was making, Angel. Uh, I was making $15 an hour. That was big money. And I was not wanting to get back together with this man. <laughs> I actually, okay. So this is what happened with how I found out I was pregnant. I smoked cigarettes at this time. I mean, that's a lot of my friends did. And I took a pregnancy test, looked at it said, oh, fuck. I called my best friend, same best friend that I've been best friends with for 12 years, crying, told her I was pregnant and said, all I want is a fucking cigarette and I can't. What a, what a, an emotional slap in yeah. the face. I don't even know yeah. what else to call it. Yeah. Cause I was, I was also under the impression, under the impression that I wouldn't be able to have children without some hormonal help. I had two different things going on with my uterus and ovaries ever since I started seeing at 15, I guess is when I first started seeing an OB. Mm -hmm. And so, and also Tyler and I, we had unprotected sex for those years Years. before, all, all those years before without ever getting pregnant. And it was just like, of course we're not together. I'm, and I was, oh, I was one of those people that I was like, I'm gonna be, almost 30 when I have start having kids, if I ever have kids. If you ever do, right. Yeah. Yeah. But so pregnant. And so then at this point, a couple months into the pregnancy, I asked him to move back in. Can I ask you, and by the way, I don't want anyone to assume that I'm pro or against anything here. I'm pretty neutral on most of this stuff, but was abortion ever considered? Oh, yes, that was that was literally looked at the pregnancy test. And that was my first thought. Get me Um, a cigarette and an abortion. Yeah. Yeah. But you didn't. No, no. And I have not had a cigarette since then either. What made you say no to the abortion? I, I didn't tell him for probably a week. And while I was thinking about it, I was like, yeah. No, I think I do. I do want this, especially with the thought in the back of my head of you were told you might not be able to have kids. Why would you get rid of one? I might not get another chance at this. Yep. Yep. And also having amazing parents, that's definitely a factor. If I did not have my parents, this would probably be a different discussion. Yeah. (laughs) But I knew my parents would always be there for me. So, yeah. yeah. So you decide to go forward, which... Yep. No regrets there, I assume. Oh, no. I probably shouldn't even ask that. No, he's seven (laughs) and he is the funniest kid I have. Oh, my God. Not just kid. He is the funniest person I have ever met. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad. That's great. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So you call him up a week later and say, guess what, Tyler? Guess what, friends with benefits? Yes. So it was actually, I actually, I had started bleeding 
and I had oh. to go to the ER. I was really scared. I was losing him. And so I went to the ER and they didn't want me to drive home. <laughs> so he had to come pick me up. That's how I had to tell him. So yeah, because I didn't have anybody. He was the only person in Peoria. My parents lived 45 minutes away. So. <laughs> wow. So you call, did you tell him when he came or before he got there? No, I told him when he got there. Yeah. Hey, yeah. thanks for picking me up. Here's the reason. Yep. Wow. How did he take it? <laughs> Good. And he was excited. I was like, okay, we can do this. Doesn't mean we're back together. But then a couple months later, I was like, okay, that's fine. We can be together again. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And at that point it was, let's move in back together. And yes. Did we just yeah. pick up where we left off and he just slipped the ring right back on your finger or? No, we were um, just boyfriend and girlfriend, not engaged. Yeah. I moved back in to my apartment. So your son is born. I didn't mean to minimize that. That's a big event in oh, your life. He was born at the end of January. So about three and a half weeks of, I just got to rest right before mm. I had him. That was great. Yeah. And yeah. then I had my son and he's amazing. That's so great. Now, <laughs> yeah. but at this point is Tyler, are you guys living together then again? Yes. Actually gave up my lease in Peoria and moved back in with my parents for when I had for when I had my son. And the reason that I moved, I gave up my lease and moved in with my parents is because around November, when I was still pregnant, they told me they were moving to Tennessee. Mm, okay. And uh, I said, okay, I'm going to go with you. So I thought I just had a couple months left on my lease and I just paid it and got out because I was quitting my job. And I was like, I don't need to live in this town. My OB was in my hometown where my parents were. I wanted to have him there. Tyler and I moved in with my parents. And uh, then we had my first son. And then in, so in January and then in June, we officially moved to Tennessee. Okay. So now, but so you, you moved to Tennessee. Yeah. I assume that Tyler was able to just find welding. I assume he's still welding yeah. at this point. Yeah. The whole time we've been together, that's all he's done. Worked in a factory welding. I took off until August. So I had from January to August with my first son. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> that was an amazing maternity leave. But yeah, in August, I was like, all right, I'm ready to go back to work. So my mom, she didn't have to work for quite a few years. So she could watch our son. So that was all set up. I went back to work and I worked at Petco and the manager was like, oh, don't you want to manage? No, I just want to groom dogs. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So I just groomed groom dogs at Petco. It was, it's about a 35 minute drive for me. Everything's a drive. I yeah. live in the country now. It's weird. I don't live 10 minutes from Target anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the cost of living in Tennessee is so cheap. And we lived in a tiny cottage right next that came with the farm that we live on. We paid my parents 300 bucks a month. In yeah. rent. It was like, we didn't have a lot of expenses, just diapers. <laughs> yeah. And the relationship is from this point, from moving to Tennessee on, it's a roller coaster. Hmm. So super highs, super lows. So from, yeah, 2015, summer of 2015 on, that's all it is. It's just one huge roller coaster. Now, one thing about me that I have also gotten over, I'm a bit of a control freak. And okay. uh, so with, so part of the reason, because I can't say everything's his fault at of all. Of course, never is. Um, no, it definitely isn't. A lot of things in the up and down was his emotions and moods. and But I was very controlling with our son. 
And like, he never did anything right. Everything got on my nerves about what he did with him. Like he, he would not be, you know, he'd fall asleep in the chair with him on him, but he'd been drinking all day. And I'm like, you, he's going to fall out of your lap. And I was very much like, no, don't feed him that way. You're going to give him gas. Yeah. (laughs) I was very controlling over that. So (laughs) yeah, I can see where that would be an issue. Yeah. But, but you spent, did he go back to work at the same time you did? Yeah. Yeah. We went right back to work probably within a couple weeks of each other. But at some point you, you got engaged you get again. Engaged again. Yes. And I think it was right after our son. It was right before. Oh, no, it was right before. It was December of 2015. So it was right before our son turned one. So we've been living from June to December here in Tennessee. And he bought me diamond earrings uh, for Christmas. And then, you know, I was expecting, and I had said, if we ever get married, I want a good proposal. I don't know. That's just what you grow up thinking, that you're going to get a good proposal. And I don't care about a lot of those things. I just, I had it in my head. I want to be proposed to. So he bought me diamond earrings, which was great. But I was just sitting on the couch in my pajamas with our son, probably watching a movie or doing something and he just kneels down by the couch and gives me the diamond earrings and asks me to marry him. <laughs> so that's all I got. <laughs> Better than the last one, I guess. Yeah. But I was just like, dude, I'm in my pajamas. Like, c- couldn't we have at least gone out to yeah, dinner? <laughs> yeah. This should have been on a Ferris wheel or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But I said yes. And then we got married that next June. So June, 2016. Okay. Is when we got married. Was it just a few people? It doesn't sound like it was a church wedding. My brother married us, actually. My brother um, got ordained. My brother is in the Air Force. He's a very high-ranking officer. Oh, I'm sorry. He's in the Space Force now. Anyways, he wore his in his Air Force uniform. It was really cool. Air Force uniform, so handsome. But we had um, a decent-sized wedding, a few friends, and then his family's huge. <laughs> mm. So his big family, and I don't have a very big family. So mine was just both sets of grandparents, and then my mom's sister's. And she has two sisters and her, their husbands and their kids. And then his big family. <laughs> so your brother marries you. Is it a, was it a yeah. big, was it a party wedding or was it just, Hey, we're married. See you later. Well, I actually planned a Disney themed wedding. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. I wore a Disney ball gown. Yeah. We had this sign that one of my mom's friends made for us painted. A, like we got married. We live on 10 acres and we got married down and we have these woods out back of our pasture and we got married down there. And so we hung in the trees, this sign that said, some people are worth melting for. It's a quote from Olaf from Frozen. And wow. <laughs> yeah. And then all my table set, I, a huge crafter and I made all these table settings that were from different Disney movies. <laughs> wow. You went all yeah. out. So when you're, you've been with Tyler now for years, took a break in the middle there. Yeah. And he obviously knew about your, I'll call it your affair. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, he decided and you guys had worked out the issues and decided that was what you were going to do. Yeah. You've got a kid. You're married. You're living in this. I assume you stayed in the cottage. Um, Yeah. We're not too far out. That was just five, six years ago. Yeah. So that was, yeah, that was uh, 2016 when we got married. I mean, even though I say it was a roller coaster, our relationship was always a roller coaster. Once we got married, it was like, 
everything changed and I didn't understand. I was like, the nothing's different. We're, we've yeah. lived together for all these years. We've had multiple apartments. We've lived in Tennessee for a year now. I don't, I didn't yeah, know. Cause all that's different is there's a piece of paper now. Yeah. We'd been parents for a year and a half. We lived in Tennessee for a year. It was, yeah. But then all of a sudden it was like, things changed, which really, I think for him, it was, he was really missing his family. Oh. And I, I have my parents here, you know, and he was really, uh, really missing his dad and his sisters, our friends at home. We had a huge, big, close friend group. And then here, it took a long time to make friends. <laughs> yeah. Well, you live out so, in the middle of nowhere too, right? Yeah. So that, I think the year was really starting to take a toll on him of living away from his friends and family. So what changed so, though? So he was missing him, but what, how did that manifest? Into drinking. Cause that like the first year that we were here, or the first kind of summer that we were here, it was like, yeah, I love drinking, but <laughs> I don't get drunk every day. I hardly ever get drunk. I just, I like to, I like beer. I like really expensive beer. But he's drinking a lot. Is it yeah. beer? Is he just doing the beer thing or did he switch oh, to? No, it's beer. Cheap beer for him. Just real like, yeah, water. <laughs> yeah, water. Water with yeast. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> we, you know, we're together all the time. It's just us and our son, my parents occasionally. I think it was, he was just really missing his friends and family. And then this is why I say getting married was such a big turning point because I've already expressed sex. I love sex. Sex is very important to me. We didn't have sex on our wedding night. He was so drunk. I did not get drunk on our wedding night. And he was, he wouldn't get out of the swimming pool. And I was like, I'm ready to go. Let's go. Mom has the boys. You know, I still have my hair and my makeup done and everything. And I was like, I'm feeling good. I'm ready to go to bed. It's our wedding night. And I went to our house by myself. (laughs) Not a good start. No. And we did not have sex for four days after we got married. Is that your choice or was he? No, no, that was definitely him. Yeah. What? I don't understand. Was he mad at you or was he just so drunk he couldn't get it up? Or The actual wedding night? Yeah, it was definitely drinking. I don't know what it was after. And from this point on through our marriage, because before sex really wasn't an issue, we probably didn't have it enough for my liking, but it wasn't ever an issue. <laughs> All right. I've got to ask, what is to your liking? Every day. Really? <laughs> And it was never a big issue before, but then it was like, once we got married and we didn't have sex for those four days, then this was a constant issue. And so it was 2016 and then January, 2021 was when we, I told him I wanted a divorce. And from that, from then to then, there was hardly any sex. So again, based on the fact that you want it every day. And you say yeah. hardly any when you mean, yeah. does that mean once every year or once every mm. couple of weeks? What do you mean yeah, by prob- hardly any? Probably once every couple of weeks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe once a week eh, or like probably once a week to once every month was like the dynamic. Okay. To my ex-wife, if you're listening, <laughs> did you just hear a woman say that... <laughs> Once every two or three weeks is hardly ever. That wasn't yeah. me. <laughs> That's hardly ever. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> and and I and it might be something to do with those hormonal issues I was telling you. My uterus and my ovaries. I have super high testosterone. Like every mm-hmm. time I have to get my hormones checked, they're like, your testosterone is out of control. <laughs> that might be part of it because that can cause you to have a higher sex drive. I don't know. And some women just, and people in general, do they just want it more than others? And if he didn't want it as much, that's fine for him, but it wasn't fine for our relationship. Right. And that's exactly the right way to look at it is yeah. I can't change somebody, but it doesn't mean that our relationship can survive. Right. Uh, Okay, yeah. so you're married, you're not having sex enough, which is a very nope. common, that's common in marriages. Right. Yeah. But is that, is there more? He's is a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah. Low sex drive. No sex. The drinking, ugh, the drinking, it just, it just kept getting out of control. And there, <laughs> there was sometimes he would come home, not even say hi to our son. And go straight and get a beer. And I'm like, you literally had to walk past your son who is saying, Daddy. Wow. And you go get a beer. And I just, oh, that just made me so angry. (laughs) It just made me like, and the ignoring of our son, like when he's like, Daddy, that was a constant thing. And that drove me insane. Like just, I know he says your name 10,000 times a day. But you have to acknowledge him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is a baby. You have to acknowledge him. And or a child in general. Like right. that's you are their only per he has four people mm-hmm. and you're one of them. You gotta give him attention. It is annoying, and, but I get your hundred percent. Yeah. And it can be annoying. And sometimes I do I have three now. And yeah, like you can definitely get annoyed. It's okay to be annoyed at your children, but it doesn't mean you can't stop parenting. <laughs> Right. Okay. So hold on for a minute. You have three kids. Yeah. Yep. They're all Tyler's. Yes. Okay. So clearly there was sex at least two more times. And yes. about how, because I know how that happened, but yeah. why? Or well, what happened there? Okay. Things, I'm sure we had a big conversation when our son was two about, so our first son's two. And I'm like, okay, I want another baby. I was, I had baby fever like crazy. And then I'm sure we had conversations leading up to that where things were getting better with us. And that's why I was like, okay, yes, I can have another child with Tyler. And we tried for a year and didn't end up getting pregnant. And then I took four rounds of hormones to eventually end up getting pregnant with our second son. And, and the first two rounds of hormones, so you have to take them at a certain time of the month, like before your period or right when you're supposed to be ovulating, you take these hormones and then you have to have sex these specific days. Like doctor said, literally as much sex as you can have, do it. These like this five day window, you need to have sex (laughs) and first round. Yeah, exactly. It was great for, I was like, yeah, I'm up for that first round of hormones. We were actually at my brother's when we had to have sex. And yeah, I was super up for, we were there with my parents and my brother and his wife. This is when they lived in Cape Canaveral. And we took our first son to Disney World for the first time. It was great. But I straight up, we got there and I was like, hey, family, parents, Levi, sister-in-law, we going to be fucking, we got to make a baby. And we had a whole, we had a whole 
store floor of the house to ourselves and they were up my brother and parents were upstairs we weren't even on the same floor and I was like it doesn't have to be anything special like just make a baby that's <laughs> I'm not looking for super big romance in my brother's living room that's not what I'm asking for right. and uh, he would not have sex with me and let me tell you these hormones they ravage your body <laughs> You like it is like hot flashes, mood swings, cramping, acne. It's crazy. They just they make you feel like you're going crazy. But I did it because he said he wanted to have another baby, and then he wouldn't have sex with me. <laughs> well, okay. So just a second. Those symptoms that you just described. Yeah. Most women would be like, "I'm not in the mood." And you probably weren't. But, I wasn't. No, but, but, that but was I like, wanted a baby. <laughs> and hey, if I don't have sex right now, I'm not going to have a baby. And therefore, all yeah. of this mood that is purposely caused yes. is for nothing. Exactly. That was my big thing. I was like, I am doing this for us. We agreed to it. It wasn't like I bullied into him into having another baby. Right. It wasn't like I forced him. We had so many conversations and we were, I thought on a good page with each other. Our marriage was pretty good. Not like amazing, but it was pretty good. And I felt comfortable trying for another child with him. And yeah, I, I didn't, it's not like I was like trying to jump his bones for no reason in my brother's living room. So you're supposed to have sex these however many times days yeah. in a row or whatever. And he doesn't want to do it once. No, nope. so. so we did not. No, I ignore him the rest of the trip. <laughs> I will not speak to him. I just focused on our son, had a great time at Disney with our son. He was three at this point. It was great. He was, you know, still is. He's a huge little movie buff. He loves movies. I love movies. Like, it's that's our thing. And he met Buzz Lightyear for the first time, mm -hmm. and he was like shocked. <laughs> it <laughs> was great. great. <laughs> so um, this was when did you say 2018 or 19? This is no, this is 2017. So I guess he wasn't three yet. He was almost three. Okay. 2017 because then I had our son, our second son, October 2018. Yeah. Okay, so that's because you did a second round of hormones. Yep. And you said, damn it, Tyler, if I do this. Yeah, when we got home from my brother's, I was ready to end our marriage. Because I was. Really? Yes. I was done. I was like, how dare you, you know, what be so prudish? What's the problem that I take these, this medication that you agreed to? You said, yes, we will do it. And then you don't you, you can't just have an orgasm like how hard is that and uh, but then he's we're in our bedroom he's crying his eyes out please don't leave me I made a mistake so yes I do three more rounds of hormones and finally get pregnant <laughs> so you did that same thing three more times the same whatever you said acne anger yeah. I can't remember all the symptoms yeah. but it's uh, yeah, any emotional, hormonal things you can think of, that's what I was feeling. <laughs> and it took three times. Yeah. And Tyler cooperated three times. So looking back, I assume you can go, oh, shit, I should have left before that. I, now, I do not regret anything because of my three boys. Of course. 
Yeah, that's the hard like, part, isn't it? Yeah, they for my own happiness, I'm like obviously hindsight, but I'm like, no, I would do it again to get my three boys for yeah, sure. I feel the same about my first marriage. I have three boys yeah. from my first marriage, and I'm like, I yeah. can't believe we were ever married, but I'm so glad we were. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I was miserable, especially after. So then I get pregnant, and the pregnancy goes okay. With him, I don't remember much. I, We were getting along fine, I think. Not amazing. The drinking is really bad. And I'm like, okay, look, I'm not drinking. We're, I'm not doing any of these things. Can't you just slow it down while I'm pregnant and help me out with our toddler? But he doesn't. But I honestly, I don't remember much of it. I was just focusing on our son. And by this time, I had opened my own dog grooming salon. So I was doing that and focusing on our son. And then my parents and I are starting to get the farm, like an actual farm. We're starting gardening and trying our hand at this stuff that we've never done because we're city people. And I'm doing that and I'm just setting him to the side during this time. You don't want to be around. You don't want to do this stuff with me and our son and my parents. I'm going to do it. I like, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not just going to sit around and watch you drink. I don't know what you want. That sounds fun. So then I have our son in yeah, October, 2018, our second son. And he was the best baby. So that was great. (laughs) He's a little tear now, but he was the best baby. And at this point when I have him and in the hospital, well, okay. You've had children. You you saw your ex-wife go through what it's like to have a baby Mm -hmm. and especially those first two days in the hospital, you can barely move. And he just, I apparently was so tired. He, for midnight changings and feedings, I wanted him to get our son out of the bassinet and change him and then hand him to me for feeding. I couldn't get him to wake up off the couch in the, in the delivery room. And so here I am barely able, you have no stomach muscles after this. No, you're trying to sit up and you can't. And so I'm trying to get him out of this bassinet and change him on my bed and put him back in. And at that point in the hospital, I knew I was done with our marriage. Again. So here we go. Yeah. And uh, the, the other times I had that thought of, I can't do this. It was more of, I just, this is a struggle, but I never wanted to get divorced. My parents have been together for, that's what I wanted. Yeah. I wanted what my parents had. I, and I wanted what I had growing up for my children. I wanted parents who were together and I wanted this, I don't know, this picturesque happiness Sure. that my pa- my parents had they laid out this incredible childhood for me and that's what i wanted i didn't want two houses two christmases i that was not ever in my mind of course yeah nobody gets married to get divorced yeah but yeah especially when you're and here's the interesting thing is that you've done this show now for quite a while and it's really fascinating that it's I, as far as i can tell there is really no pattern as to who's gonna get divorced your yeah. parents were had a great marriage. His parents didn't. My parents had a great marriage. My, they were 50-something years when my mom died. I mean, they, 
my dad worshipped the ground she walked on. So there's, I don't think there's any like real, if your parents stay together, you have a better chance of staying married. I don't think right. that's, maybe someone's done a study. I'm sure someone has. And they're going to tell sure me how stupid is. I am. I, I think it just depends on the person too. And what you, well, who you choose as a partner to start with and then well, what yeah. you're willing to compromise or put up with. And <laughs> yeah. Did you know you can get divorced without hiring an attorney? Let OurDivorce.com guide you through our three-step process for a simple flat fee. Visit OurDivorce.com to learn more and get started today. So you're sitting in the hospital, though, and he's not getting up, and you're like, I'm out. I'm done. Yeah. I was because, like I said, it was a roller coaster the whole Mm -hmm. time. And here it was, the high of having our second child. And it comes crashing down because I'm like, oh, fuck, is this what it's going to be? Again. <laughs> am I going to, yeah, am I going to have to take care of our toddler and a newborn while you're just sitting there? And so, you know, we have him. And then literally, I think we had sex twice after our second son was born. Twice. And I got pregnant <laughs> with our third child. When he was six months old, our second son was six months old, and I got pregnant. And, <laughs> and I was you, on birth control. It was a. It was. I was on birth control too. Yeah. So you've got hormonal issues, and you're on birth control. Yeah. But this kid wanted to come. Yeah, I think maybe those hormones that I took were still going through my body. I don't Who knows? know. Yeah. But I was on birth control. I swear, I think it was only twice since our son was born that we had sex. And here he's only he's a six month old baby, not even crawling, and I'm pregnant again. Oh my goodness! And you're so. Let's go back though, because you were done. Yeah. But you. Didn't, I didn't tell him. You didn't end it. You just no. you were mentally out. I was mentally out, and I was distancing myself. But at the same time, in my head, I was just like. I don't want to be divorced and I'm mm-hmm. so young. I, who wants to be, I did not imagine I would be divorced before I was 30 years old. That's, right. that was crazy to me. And, but mentally I was out, but also in my head, I was thinking finance it. We had just bought a house. We built a house on, in a right on the other side of where the cottage was next to my parents. We had just built a house that got finished right before I had our second son. We had money in the house. We had both bought new vehicles. They were in both of our names. That's, that was my big thing. I was like, oh, this is tough. Finances. Like, how do I do this by myself? (laughs) Yeah. The logistics are hard. Yeah. All right. So you're pregnant again. Yeah. How did he take that? So I was (laughs) sitting on the toilet. Both of our children were in the bathroom with me because, you know, as a parent, you can't go to the bathroom by yourself. And I took a pregnancy test and cause I was on birth control. Like when you're on the pill, it's like you get your period the day you take that pill. And so I just knew, but I took the test and I told our oldest, I was like, okay, buddy, go get daddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so he went and got daddy and I told him I was, while I was sitting on the toilet still with the stick in my hand, I guess we're having three. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, and this yeah. was 2019 by then? This is 2019. Yeah. Yeah. The spring of 2019. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. And he took it fine. He was like, we can do this. It's okay. We got this. So I was like, 
okay. Of course we got this. You got it. Yeah, that's the problem, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, then we had, and then we had our third son. I thought it was going to be a girl, but nope, three boys. So we had our third son in January of 2020. And then the pandemic hit. Mm -hmm. And my work was fine. I closed for two weeks in April when everything started shutting down. I closed to see the situation. And uh, then it I just opened back up and I just did, I was just very careful and we didn't let people in the door. We went out and got the dogs, Lysoled everything down, wore masks, all that, but he lost his job. And so then I was like, okay, do you want to do the stay at home dad thing for a bit while this goes on? I don't, I just, because I just would not give up. I was like, (laughs) I was just like. What can I do to make you happy? Because he was just, like I said before, it was just like he was never happy. And I don't know if it was because of the moving here or being away from his family. I, or if it was me, it could have been me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I said, I can be a bit controlling and I have the urge to always be right. It can definitely be me. <laughs> or a combination of all of it. There's exactly. usually never just one silver bullet for all of this. Yeah. But the hard thing was, is I was so happy. I was so happy with my business, with my life being a mom. Like I love being a mom and I I was happy and I couldn't draw him into it or I couldn't get it out of him of what's wrong. What can we do to fix this? So we tried the stay at home dad thing. And then he was like, no, I got to go back to work. So then he, he went through in 2020, I think he had three different jobs. Hmm. All well. Yeah. Just at different factories. So there's lots of factories around us. And, but 2020, we weren't doing anything but working and having our kids, like just dealing with our kids. Young married couple right there. Yeah. What else do you do? There's no time for anything else. No, there's not. And we didn't even, we didn't even go out to eat. We didn't do nothing with COVID. We did literally nothing. And, and that, so yeah, 2020 was, it was a hell year. And then because also I let in, I have through our entire relationship, he has dealt with anxiety, depression. And I told him like two years after we moved here, after we were married, I was like, okay, we can do something about this. I will pay for it. I've always been the money maker. So I'm like, I will pay for a therapist. I will pay for you to go to Nashville to this top counselor there. Like I'll pay for whatever you need. I'll pay for you to just go see a general physician and see about medication, anything. No, never took me up on it. And then I got drawn into a depression in 2020. It was, I, and I still took care of our kids, but probably not as good as I should have. And I, my depression was, I was like eating out of control hmm. <laughs> and I gained a bunch of weight. The COVID weight. A me, lot of us did that. Yeah. And that made me even more depressed. And then, so yeah, that year was just like, we were barely in the same room together and we barely slept in the same bed. And I would be in our bedroom. He would be playing video games in the living room. Like we just, we lived two different lives yeah. that whole year. And no sex, I assume, or very little. No. Very little, very little. And uh, then in January, 2021, that's when I told him that I wanted a divorce. Okay. And 
and it was there like any major blow up that led to that or was it more just a culmination you finally said I'm finally done it was for me it was just a big I just kept thinking to myself can I do this by myself can I do this by myself he's all I knew we've been together for so long I mean I was 19 mm-hmm. when we met but then now the actual saying to him I wanted a divorce that was a big fight but I just I told him I was like I am not the same person because I guess I was 28 at this point. And I said, I'm not the same person I was when I was 19 years old. And I feel like you're the same person, but a more depressed version of yourself as you were when you were 22. It's you still just want to play video games. And instead of doing these things with our children and, or you still want to go over to your friend's house after work like three nights a week instead of coming home and doing things with your kids or asking us to come do those things with you. I'm not saying you have to be home all the time. I don't want to be home all the time. You could ask us to come do those things with you. It, I was just like, that. I have grown and I feel like you haven't yep. and I can't be stuck anymore. Like I said, you, your self-awareness, it, you may not learn from yourself quickly enough, but you're the fact (laughs) that you can look at that and see all those things. Cause a lot of people, seriously, they can't. So you're January 21, I think is what you said. You say I'm out. Uh, Yes. So then, then in March I get a lawyer and start divorce processes. Did he move out? (laughs) No. Okay. (laughs) Well, that's got to be part of this then, especially since you're laughing about it. (laughs) No, I was fine for a couple months. I was like, okay, yeah, let's figure this out. We'll get you a place to live. But he was dragging ass trying not to get out of this house. And then, let's see, he didn't move out until August. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Okay, so January, you say you're out. (laughs) Yeah, and And he doesn't move out till August. March, you start the process. Yep. And then five months later, he finally moves out. Yeah. And during that eight months, how was the relationship? Clearly not marital anymore, but... No, not marital at all. It was fine, though, actually... It was fine. It was kind of like we were back to basics of mm-hmm. we were friendly, cordial, co-parenting, talking all the time about how we're going to co-parent once he does live apart. Lots of lots of hope from me <laughs> that everything was going to be great, smooth sailing. And then and I my I really fixed my depression that I had been having. I lost over 40 pounds and I was eating like, not dieting, I was just eating really good and I felt awesome. And I was making new friends. So I'm going to that and losing a bunch of weight, getting back in shape. But in June, I actually met somebody. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my gosh, Angel. I know. Shit. So this is June. He's still living at your house. Yeah, yeah. And you yep. start dating some dude. Um, or is it a well, woman? First, it's a man. Okay. <laughs> but let me tell you, he's got really long blonde hair. It's like down to his butt. Kind of looks like a woman. He's very pretty. <laughs> so, so you get the best of both worlds. Exactly. <laughs> wow. Um, I was not looking for a relationship. 
at all. I was thinking like, I'm not going to date, be in a serious relationship for a year, over a year, two years. So I asked him for his number and I was very, it was after class and I was like very upfront. I was like, look, I'm not divorced yet. I have three children, but would you want to hang out? Yeah, <laughs> and you have long like, hair and you're pretty. Oh, and I also, <laughs> I had to ask how old he was because yeah. he looked so young. I was so scared that he was like 18. <laughs> and I was like, before anything, how old are you? But th- he's only two years younger than me. So oh, it was okay. fine. But he surprisingly jumped on. Yeah. Let, let me give you my numbers. And then, so at first it was just sex with him and it was very good. <laughs> <laughs> That was, was fantastic. That's exactly what I wanted. And I told him for probably a month after us seeing each other and talk, we, when we talked like every day, but I was like, look, this is just sex. This is not, and we could be friends. We can talk like, that's great. We have very similar interests. We see each other at Muay Thai. This is great. You're super fun, but this is just sex. I am not divorced. But then I actually ended up telling my ex-husband about him because I was developing some serious feelings. And he's still living here. <laughs> so Tyler was still there. Yeah. So this was, so you started seeing this, this blonde guy in, in yeah. June-ish. And by August, yeah. Tyler's out. So these feelings yes. came on pretty quick. Yep. Yeah. It was just like another, like, I fell hard. Yeah. So I finally got Tyler out in August. So we have yeah, been separated since January. And he, I finally got him out in August. And so he moved into his own apartment. I'm going to stop um, you for just a second and just remind yeah. everybody who's listening. We're recording this in July of 2022. So this all happened literally 11 months ago. We're yeah. talking about a year ago today. So just to put the time stamp on things. Yeah. Yes. So then gets his own apartment and he is only in that apartment for two months. And now, and then also I should tell you from the time of him of us like starting divorce proceedings in March through all like December of last year, he's had a bunch of different jobs. So no, then November, our divorce is final. So it took eight months. Yes. And I, he never got a lawyer. He, I just did everything and he just signed and he has the kids every other weekend. So it was supposed to be every other weekend, Friday, specific time to Sunday, specific time. And every Tuesday and Thursday night while I did Muay Thai. But then before we even got officially divorced, he stopped coming and watching them. And his big thing was when he lived here, he put the kids to bed every night. Like he, that was like their special time together. So his big thing was like, I am going to miss putting them to bed. So I'm like, okay, two nights a week, come over and do it because I didn't get home until after they were in bed. And then he just stopped coming. My mom had to step in and watch them while I was at class. So I took that out of the divorce papers before they were final. Wow. So he has them every other weekend. And so they were going to his apartment and then he gave up his apartment and now he lives with a friend that he's been friends with for years since we've lived here. I have met him maybe four times in like the six years they've been friends because they always go over to his house. They always go do their own thing. I've never been invited over there. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So he moved in with them. And that first weekend that he told me he was there, I was terrified to send my children there. (laughs) 
I don't know this man, and I've never been over there. <laughs> yeah. You like to assume that dad loves his kids enough to put him, to not put them in harm's yes, way, but you never know. Of course, and I do, and I hate feeling like I can't trust their father. I hate that. I do not want to. I want to just be like, go, great, go with your dad, have fun, do whatever you guys are gonna do. But in my gut, I was like, I don't know this other person. And, and also I'm very picky about who my kids are around, but then eventually I did let them go over there. But the first time they came home, I was like smelling their clothes, make sure there was no cigarette smoke on them and check. I checked their entire bodies and yeah, but they, and then I asked my oldest, you know, how is everything and what happened and everything was fine. So Yeah. yeah. So everything seems fine with that. But then, so everything is going, seems fine these past few months. We're not talking that often. Like, I I used to call him once a week when he first moved out. Just to check on him? Just to check on him and tell him about our kids and stuff. Or, like, I would text him pictures of the kid. But then he would never call or text me. He would never ask about the kids and stuff. And... Right or wrong, I stopped doing it because it pissed me off. Sure. (laughs) I got pissed. I was like, why do I have to do this for you? Why are you not asking about your kids? I don't know if that's the right thing or wrong, but I, it's petty and I know, but it made me mad. (laughs) So I'm going to say something here that this is the perfect time to say that everybody who's ever been married knows that it takes two to have a decent marriage. And if one right. person gives up or isn't reciprocating or is causing issues, the marriage isn't going to last. And if it does, yeah. it's just a paper. And the same thing happens in a divorce. If you think about what you just said, you're trying to maintain an amicable relationship. You're trying to be friendly. You're trying to make sure he's part of his kid's life and he's not reciprocating. He's not part of it. He's not showing any appreciation. It, it only takes, it doesn't take too long for you in this case to say, fuck it. Why should I bother? Why am I the only one that has to carry this relationship? Yes. And yes. And that's the exact conversation I had with my boyfriend yesterday about it. Why do I always have to do it for him? Like you're a parent too, just because I'm the mom. What does that mean? Why do I have to do it all? Like you're a dad. This isn't the 1950s where moms do everything. Like you should be an active part too. Oh, yeah, it just now it's at the we just there's no there's no conversating. And we talk for the tiny bit that he picks them up, drops them off. But then this past weekend, this is the first weekend he he didn't come get the kids. Really? Yeah. And did you know he wasn't coming or it was just a flat out notion? Two hours before he was supposed to come get them. He, he let you know. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Did he, so, again, I, I, my, I was divorced from my children's mother for when the kids were very young. So I had a visitation. I was with them a couple of nights a week and every other weekend, actually I had them mm-hmm. every weekend. It was, we had a really awesome, it was great. And yeah. I missed only because I had to travel sometimes, but I, there was mm-hmm. always a planned thing. Every once in a while it would be like, right. Holy shit, I got to leave right now. But yeah. I never missed for, uh, unless it was a good reason. And I'm not trying to make excuses for Tyler here, but did he have a reason or do you just say, screw it, I don't want to see him? Okay, so the guy that he lives with has a son 
And so I had to switch weekend. We went on two trips in a row, two weekends ago and then last weekend. It's every other weekend. So I had to change from last weekend to this weekend for his time with them, which I let him know probably a month before we were even doing these trips and wrote it down for him. I need to switch these weekends Mm -hmm. and gave that to him with his mail that comes here and stuff. And I was like, here you go. I need this weekend. And then. Yeah, so he texted me. I was still at work and he texted me two hours before he's supposed to come get them and said that his roommate's son is going to be at the house so he doesn't have room for them to come. Hmm. But I know for a fact that his roommate's son has been there before when the kids are there because this isn't the first time we've switched weekends. So it's not like Mm -hmm. he's already been on the opposite weekends before where the other child is there. Right. A little weird, if nothing else. It was really weird. And then it was, and then it was all these texts of, I don't even have the money to come. I can't even put gas in my truck to come get them. And I was devastated for my children. And my, my boyfriend had already picked them up from my mom's and was like having them pack their bags. And yeah, it was very frustrating. And then, but yeah, now I don't know how it's going to be going forward because he, came over and got some paperwork from me yesterday and we got in a huge fight because I just was like, because he has not once called his children, FaceTimed them or asked for extra time with them since he moved out. And I, like, if you look, I was like, you could look through our text messages and there is probably 20 times where I've said, hey, you can have them extra time And you can call literally whenever. Their bedtime, you can call literally whenever you want. You can have them any extra time. And he has not done it once. Yeah. And you can't force it. No, I can't. And I, so I don't know how it's going to be going forward because we got in a big fight. And I just let everything out. And I was like, and oh, he hasn't paid child support yet either. Oh, see, that's even double shitty. And of course, he's saying he can't afford gas in his truck. And so the... So he's setting the stage for, this is why I can't do this. And if you try yeah. and sue him, it's going to make it even worse. And Yeah. and But it's not up to me. It's up to child support office. So, right. yeah, they're, they'll do whatever they're going to do. I don't know. But, yeah, so it was supposed to start in November. And I haven't seen a dime yet. And well, I told him, I was like, it's not about the money. I don't care. I want you to see your children. I mean, and by the way, again, kudos to you. There are a lot of women. And I say women because women generally are the ones with the most of the custody. I'm sure men do it too. But generally speaking, mm-hmm. women are the moms and the, women are the primary caregivers is what I meant. Right. And it's the husband who's supposed to, the ex-husband who's supposed to be paying child support. And I can't tell you how many women I've spoken to who basically say, I don't want him to see the kids until he pays me child support. And it's like, look, those two are completely different issues. Yes. I get how frustrated you are, but... So kudos to you, Angel, for keeping those two things separate. Yeah. So I just, I told him, I'm like, I don't care about the money. Do I get mad about it sometimes? Yes. And I texted him earlier this week because he has not got his truck out of my name. And he's back three months in payments on it. So I just got a letter saying, hey, this is officially affecting your credit score. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Tyler. (laughs) Thanks so much. You know, I sent him an angry text like, you got to get this shit out of my name. And because I 
was needing to get a loan to expand my house. And I'm like, what am I going to do now? And I sent him an angry text. Yeah. But I'm like, the money and our children are two completely different things. You like, and I don't really care about the money. That's not money is money. I'll figure it out. I can always make more, but like you are missing it, dude. Yeah. You're missing. You're missing your kids' I mean, lives. Yeah. They are seven, three, and two. You're really missing it. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. I really am. Cause as a, my, my single dad years, even though I saw my kids three, four days a week and mm-hmm. they slept over every weekend and I still missed out on so much. And I wish that I didn't, yeah. I don't know what more I could have done. I was working and, yeah. but, yeah. but still you want to be, do that. And I will tell you after my divorce, just a couple of years ago, my three oldest boys. So I, I have three from my first marriage and I inherited. So my stepson from my second marriage, Yeah, I was his dad for, since he was five. And so I just consider him one of my own. Yeah, And so the three oldest, my stepson and my twins, we all moved in together for 18 months. And that's, I hadn't lived with my kids for 18 years. I, it was so much fun. I bet. I bet it was so much fun. It was a blast. Because boys are crazy. They're so fun. So let's talk then, because you've pretty much brought us up to date here. Can you remind, yeah. remember how much you spent on your divorce? It was $3,700. The $3,700. bucks. Yeah. And by the way, great plug for our sponsor, OurDivorce.com. That all could have been done <laughs> online for $299. I but, know, especially because he just signed yeah, the papers anyways. It, it sounded like he was agreeable. And by the way, that's the only requirement. As long as both parties agree, two ninety nine. There you go. There's a plug. Let's talk about long hair for just a second. You've been together now for yes. over a, a year. year. Yeah. And are, is he? Are you living together? Yes. Look at you. <laughs> he moved in. Tony, and no I. No judgment. I don't think it was a need to not be by myself. I really, God, I just love this man. I'm telling you. And after, because I was so done with my marriage for years before I actually got out of it. It mentally just not there. So I feel like I hadn't even been in a relationship for years before I even met him. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, we got serious fast, whatever. If that's what I do, that's what I do. It is. (laughs) Yeah. Will you ever get married again? I don't know. Now I will tell you, I am currently pregnant. (laughs) Really? Uh, yeah. So my boyfriend's name is Gavin. We can call him okay. Gavin. Okay. Gavin. <laughs> We're not going to keep calling um, him pretty boy long hair. Yeah. It was a conscious decision. It wasn't like a oopsie. It was a, I turned 30 in March and I wanted, I didn't want to have children past like a certain age past 30. But you and Gavin decided you wanted to have one together. So you better yep. do it now. Yep. And so I'm currently 31 weeks pregnant. That's why I keep fidgeting. I'm uncomfortable. But yeah, I'm 31 weeks pregnant. We're doing September, September 9th. But the marriage, I did tell him probably a couple months ago. I said, okay, fine. If you ever want to get married, I'll marry you. So we'll see. That was romantic. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of the last episode. <laughs> of what? That came, of your show that oh, came out. Right. The, <laughs> okay, I'll marry you. Okay, I'll marry you. Yeah, that was pretty good, wasn't it? Over the phone. Yeah. Okay, yeah. fine. You know, we've had tons of conversations about it. And I was like, no, I don't want to get married. But I think especially for you know, we're having a child together and for maybe healthcare reasons down the road, stuff like that might want to. We'll see. Yeah. 
Well, I told him I have to have an amazing proposal. There you go. <laughs> Maybe that's what's happening soon. He's planning. Just, I have to ask this question. I am purely heterosexual. I am curious about one thing, and that is if you are bisexual, yeah, you've been with Tyler for all these years. You're now right. with Gavin. Yes. So is it that men are the preference or men are the convenience or what? Nope. Help me understand nope. that. It's the person I've said to Gavin multiple times. Oh, if you were a woman, you'd be perfect. But that can happen now. <laughs> but no, I love him just the way he is. Okay. I do. And I do love that he's a man. But no, I never thought I'd be with a man again ever. I was like, no, thank you. I will stick with women now. But I don't know. I just met him. And it was funny at dinner a few a few nights ago or a couple weeks ago at my mom's. My mom was like, I'm sorry, Gavin, but I really wish Angel had dated a woman. Oh, really? That's funny. <laughs> yeah, she was just joking. But yeah, no, but I'll tell you, Gavin and I now, we have an amazing sex life, amazing communication because I used to just shut down with Tyler and I would just bottle things up. And then I would just explode them out with Tyler. But with Gavin, it's like immediately, if something's wrong, I tell him, we talk it out. And our communication is fantastic. That's great. So, yeah. Let's get to the last part of the show here. And as I say to everybody, people who have who are part of the divorce club, we've been through it. And so yeah. there's always a ton of advice that we would love to share with people. But I always say, narrow it down to one thing. What is that one thing that our listeners should hear from Angel today? I think my biggest thing, especially going through like the ups and downs with Tyler and we did, we did it for 10 years. And I think my biggest thing is because it took me so long to get out of it is to choose yourself. And no matter, because I was terrified to leave my husband, the father of my three children, because I didn't want them to be from a divorced family. But at the same time, I'm raising three boys and they need to see what a happy mom, woman, business owner looks like. And so I needed to choose myself and choose my own happiness over whatever financial hardship over my kids having the struggle right now of not seeing their dad, not knowing, not having the most stable life. I still, I needed to choose me and make sure I was happy because I was not happy for many years. That's great advice. I mean, what else can you say? Choose yourself and choose happiness. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And I think you, you will be better off happy obviously who is it but if you have children they'll be so much better off they saw me alone and now they see me in a relationship a happy healthy relationship and that's what i want them to see yeah great advice angel it's absolutely a pleasure to meet you and to hear your story and i love your smile you just it, it, I, it's infectious. You're a wonderful, <laughs> I can understand why you're a social butterfly or are a social butterfly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Thank you. I just love her. 
What great advice. Choose yourself. While so many of us wear blinders in relationships, I'm so impressed that Angel can see the problems while they're occurring, even if it takes a while to overcome them. It's that ability to see clearly in the moment that gives me hope for her future with long hair pretty boy, or Gavin. (laughs) That's all for this week, everyone. Thanks for listening. If you like today's show, please show it by giving us five stars on whatever app you're using right now. It really helps spread the word. Have an amazing week, everyone. Bye. It's a great day, I'm feeling good. Oh, the possibilities of what I could. Oh, do with the world at my fingertips. My imagination brings a smile up to my Divorce doesn't have to be complicated. Our Divorce.com's three-step procedure provides a simple and affordable process that you can follow at your own pace. Save thousands by visiting OurDivorce.com today.